<laughs> I knew this would be like this. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Winners Never Quit podcast. Today I'm joined by Tessa Durkin. Hello. All-round legend. Uh, Not a winner. <laughs> One of life's mediocre people. I would say a winner. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, we're going to go for something a little bit different because at the end of series... Um, I don't know when this will go out. Um, <laughs> let's say at the end of series two, I've interviewed a lot of people mm. and I thought it was maybe time that the listeners found out a little bit about me. Yeah. I'm a bit more of a, a laugh, more of a bit, a bit of a joke. Can you see a different side of myself? Yeah. So I've roped in Tessa, who's not shy of a challenge. Or tearing you down. Or tearing me down, you know. Challenges she completed the marathon up Pendle Hill. Yep. So yeah, um, enjoy, and I have no clue how this is going to go, because normally I have pre-prepared questions, I've done some research, but I'm really handing Tessa the reins, handing her the keys to the Ferrari, me being the Ferrari. No, I'm joking, I'm more like a fucking tractor. Um, Ford Fiesta, I'd say. I wouldn't say Ford Fiesta. Hmm. I'd say, yeah, I'd go with tractor. Okay. You know, grinds along, pulls a lot of weight, carries a lot of load, like your emotional trauma. <laughs> Your emotional baggage. Your emotional baggage. Yeah. And does it pretty well. So, yeah, well, why don't we... Kick things off. Kick, kick things off. Well, why don't we give people a bit of context to how we met? Yeah, let's. Yeah. So, Partaking in my second favourite activity, day drinking. Yes, we were. We got introduced by a mutual friend. Dom girls, big up. Yeah, from the army. I was going through a phase then of hanging out with squaddies. I'm over that now, thank God. Um... Anyway, um, so me and Jack, I mean, the way I tell it and the way you tell it is different because I would say that it was like two magnets at a distance being pulled together by gravitational force. And I would just describe it as that, God, this little slush puppy's keen. And do you want to know something? You, you, I don't think you actually know this factor to this story. Here we go. But people were actually coming up to me like, um, God, he's he's a bit annoying, isn't he? <laughs> no, they yeah, were. Yeah, they were. No. People were saying at the time, like, God, Dom's friend's loud, isn't he? And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, but he's all right. He's you hadn't completed anything by then, yeah. you know, so you didn't have anything to like brag about, which makes a change to now, because that's all we fucking hear about. I mean, it's am I allowed to not... swear? Too yeah, late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck shit. No, of course you are. Um, sorry if anyone's kids are listening. Um, yeah, I don't believe that for a second. But no, we did meet day drinking in Manchester at the Oast House. The Oast House, yeah. And I just remember you and your little cronies just being all over me. Like also a, not true, literally. but sure. Let's go with your narrative. But yeah, that's how we met. Yeah, day drinking and it. The rest's history. The rest is history, and we've sort of been. Well, we have been friends. When was that? Best friends. <sighs> This is a source of contention because sometimes I'm like, who's your best friend? <laughs> Should do that classic female thing. Do you love me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love you. Yeah. yeah but no, no, no. How do much? you really love me? How, How much? much? Yeah, just like a normal regulation amount. Yeah. But yeah, but would you love me if, if I was a worm? <laughs> well, no, of course I wouldn't, Tessa. Nice. Not something I'd say. Tessa. Because you'd be a fucking worm. Yeah, I'd be cute, How, though. How would I speak to you? Wouldn't it? We wouldn't communicate. Mm. What? So you're saying you wouldn't love me if I was a worm? What? <laughs> yeah. But Jack always triggers me when I ask him if I'm his best friend because he's like, well, no, my best friend is X, Y, and Z and they're all men, shock. And then I'll be like, okay, well, who's your favourite female friend? Yeah, you're in the top five. You only have five. <laughs> <laughs> you only have five female friends. No, I'm joking, but not really. Anyway, mm. so 
Yeah, in our journey as friends, we've been through lots of trials and tribulations, whether that be yep. relationships, these sporting events that mm. you go and risk life and limb to do, and I sit at home eating Doritos while you do that. Or whole tubs of hummus. <laughs> so me and me and Tess, and I would sound quite generous and unkind, believe it or not. In what sense? So Tessa has often asked me for maybe a bit of fitness advice, and I've always said yes. Yes, you have. Um. She I remember one time she was like, yeah, because I do eat well, but it's the quantity of well I eat. Yeah, that is still true. Yeah. I'll like make, you know, two chicken breasts in the air fryer and I'll be like, one's for now and one's for tomorrow's lunch. Fast forward two hours, <laughs> I've eaten both. Yeah. And like she said one, one time, a passing comment, yeah, because you think hummus is healthy, but if you eat a whole tub, that's 500 calories. <laughs> and he's never let, let it go since. So sometimes it will be like, Tessie, guess what I've eaten today? And I'll be like, what's that? And he'll be like, full tub of hummus. Made me think of you. And I'll think, I said it fucking once. Once. So, so if my podcast goes down the pan, like Tessa thinks it will, because what what did you say? It's boring and shit. I didn't Cheers. say it's boring and shit. I just think it doesn't showcase. Re- really boring and shit. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we could do a diet one. Diet and nutrition advice with Jack and Tessa. Oh, fuck me. What would I say? Vodka and pot noodles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> When were you at your skinniest? Yeah, when I was at uni and I didn't eat. Yeah, when I was at uni. Doing my dissertation. I used to eat a cheese string and a hobnob biscuit per day. Of course I was thin. And I used to shag. So that was my cardio. Nice. Now, I don't do either of those (laughs) things. I don't do either of those things. (laughs) But yes, so I didn't say it was boring also. I said it didn't showcase your true shining light. Mm. Because you were actually, yes, I'm going to compliment you, so buckle up. Oh, baby. You're actually a hilarious person. You're a really good energy. <laughs> and the first time I ever listened to the podcast, now don't get me wrong, it was very informative. Yeah, it's a different kind of vibe. It is, but it was very like not showcasing you. Yeah, I and felt. this is what this episode's about. Yes, absolutely. Talking about my favourite subject, myself. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's when you're interviewing them, I'm, I'm there to hear their story and their secrets to success. Yeah. So, well, yeah, why don't we, as a fun little exercise, why don't we talk about I things? I hate that little cheesy, <laughs> smirky grin you get on your face. Why when I can we... see the cogs in your head turning. They've thinking, already right, turned. They're already calculated. She's got the bullets in the gun. What I was going to suggest is yeah. everyone's heard about the row from the perspective uh, perspective of mental agility and yeah. how hard it was. And I think everyone's fucking sick because I'm sick of talking about that first meal. I mean, of course it was nice. I'd have nothing but rations for 111 days. Of course, a burger and chips and a can of Coke and a yeah. Corona was good. Right, like next sex. question. Yeah, but why don't we talk about like the behind the scenes yeah, yeah. stuff? Because I was actually there when Jack's boat arrived. In fact, any of the photographs that you probably saw, I took because I seem to be the only person... Capable of taking a photo. Taking, capable of taking photos. But one of my favourite details about that is uh, you should have seen Jack's body when he got off that boat. Let's talk about a bag of yogurt. <laughs> and that is something that I know I he was, fucking detests. So I was looking at you then, I was like, my body. Like, I actually it, remember when you landed on the beach and then we had like a pocket, like literally a pocket of time just to quickly speak. And I went, show me your stomach. And he lifted up his stomach and he went, oh, it's disgusting, isn't it? This big hairy body like that looked like a five-day-old flan. <laughs> just... <laughs> poke it and it just jiggle into next week and do you know what's even worse and i've learned that this is the and it's worst funny because thing. people think you, you come off like a bag of bones shock we're talking about the fucking row um <laughs> but that was just wasn't the case i came off very soft podgy maybe think a deflated 
Barney from that balloon. old show. Yeah. <laughs> think, of a de- think of a deflated hot air balloon and that was my body consistency. But um, a lot of pe- I only found this out recently. You should never tell a man that he looks skinny and that's how you really? look. Who told you that? Because apparently that's an insult to men. If you yeah. said to them like, God, you look really skinny. Yeah. Whereas yeah. that to a woman is all they want to hear. Oh, yeah, they absolutely Oh, God, yeah. It. So anyway, moving forth to your other sporting feats. Yeah. The ultra marathon. Yep. You told me you'd bought me a fridge magnet. Still never seen it. Fuck, I have, I forgot that. <laughs> and, it, and I think it's in my car. Guys, we're getting an exclusive here. My fridge magnet wasn't a lie. Yeah, it's um, it's a strange one, really. The, the ultra marathon because I actually signed up for it while I was mid-ocean mm. one of my sponsors signed me up and it was a great opportunity so I had to take it mm. but I've I've really um, tried to do some thinking about why I can't sit still why I want to um, because I just finished I'd finished the row that year mm. first person to go from men in Europe so an amazing achievement but it like it's like this constant feeling of not being good enough Really? I've never heard you say that before. Yeah. I usually think you think you're Hercules amongst no, I, men. No, I do, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know I am. <laughs> yeah, I know I am. No, I do. And like, I, I certainly have a certain level of confidence. Yeah. But I never wanted to be this guy, Tess. Oh, I just rode the Atlantic. Yeah. Like, I feel like, like fucking Owen, you know, the end of the week, it's been a year since I landed. I'm like... That's mental. Fucking mental oriental. I think also like with something so amazing like that, of course there's always going to be like a come down feeling from that. And you're like, what's my next move? What's my next move might be like your internal kind of anxiety to use a pop culture word um, of like not wanting to have that feeling of like, well, what am I doing now? Nothing. Because it will feel like nothing compared to something as amazing as that. Exactly. So I had to go and do that. And that that was you know fucking awesome mm. i loved it like running around the desert it was like a what were the blisters like not too bad actually the worst injuries i had from that were two cuts on the inside of my ankles both ankles because mm. when you're running through the salt flats your foot would slip into probably a little bit higher than ankle deep mm. and that salt flats really hard so you'd knock your ankles and then every day if you'd stumble you'd knock your sh- shoes and that knock the scab off so that was probably the worst worst yeah. thing i had um, injury was and I was sick as a dog on the second day. Why is that? Just because dehydration? No, because I took the advice. Someone was like, don't take too much food because you won't want to eat it. Now I'm a big eater, you you know. Um, and I was absolutely ravenous Were at the end of starving? every day. So I got given this spag bowl by someone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had it in the morning and I had a mouthful and it tasted like chemicals. And I was like... This is horrific. And right. my mate, Sean, was like, let me put some piri-piri salt in there for you. So he dumped a load of salt in there. I had another spoonful. It still tasted horrific, but then I felt bad because he'd given me some piri-piri salt. So I forced it down like when you're a kid and you're forcing down broccoli at the dinner table. And yeah. um, about 3K and I, I had a marathon to do that day, so I probably had about 40K to go. I was violently sick. I was sick again at 5K, sick again at 15K. And that was the toughest day for me. God, I ended up coming, I ended up coming like 15th. For naturally, I got beaten by um, the girl that day because it's in stages. Mm. And uh, I remember when you she, hated. That. I did, yeah, <laughs> but not just that because there were other males there that I thought had no right to beat me because the day before I'd come five. But I used that as motivation. Then I was like, right, you got to show these people um, that you weren't just a you, chancer. 
and then you can. And I came sixth overall. Yeah, so, yeah that's amazing. A, yeah, it's fucking. I, I was really I, happy. I think on the. Um, the test, it goes back to who would have thought it following a well structured, thought out training program and having the discipline to stick with it gets results. This is where he's attacking me. Um, I mean, if you want to assume that, that's on you. No, I think this is going to actually be good for your listeners because um, obviously they're used to hearing to you rattle on about being a fucking overachiever. We've all heard that card, but no one's ever heard from an underachiever. (laughs) And that can be a new fresh angle for them. Yeah. So I obviously would love the body of an Adonis, but it's just not my priority and it's never been. No, it's not, has it? Mm. But you say it, you say it, but why, why do you struggle? to stick with because I take that time when I was like right let's run a marathon I said I'll do your running plan and on what Tuesday you stop doing the session no he texted me like hey have you run today and I was like no it's hailstoning and then he sent me some bullshit quote about (laughs) motivation and I'm the type of person that I just read stuff like that and I'm just like it doesn't motivate me it makes me like this is bullshit (laughs) yeah what does motivate you hmm when someone dumps me, I usually get real fire lit under me then. <laughs> Revenge bodies. Revenge body. I mean, I've been in the best shape of my time, which to you would probably be <laughs> depressive <laughs> if you were in that shape. But body like a schmore. Yeah. I've had... Schmores be- of marshmallows melted over the fire, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Squish between two <laughs> crackers. Thanks. Um, I've probably had the best body for me Mm. when I've had like a short term goal. So I actually do think that um, I can only work to short term goals. So as an example, when I had like a holiday book to Las Vegas, I went to CrossFit three times a week, every single day for like 12 weeks, every single week, sorry, for 12 weeks. And you guessed it, everything was tighter, everything was better. And then as soon as I got back from Vegas, (laughs) headed straight back to the couch. Good times. Vegas was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you saying it like that? No, I'm going to Vegas uh, in June, aren't I, for a stag do. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you committed to that one and actually went. Uh, Okay. Now's my time to shine. Yeah, go on. So basically, I, as an off-the-cuff comment, said, let's go to Ibiza. I'm going to hold my peace until you've said yours. Let's go to Ibiza. And and I felt it was just like, yeah, it could happen. And it still could happen. The summer is just around the corner. Mm. Um, Let me tell you from my perspective. So it wasn't an off-the-cuff comment. Jack and I were in in deep conversation one evening, Mm. and he was like, I've just been thinking, babe, do you know what would be absolutely fucking mint? Me and you going to Ibiza. You did! Don't lie (laughs) to your listeners. I did say that, but I don't think I was saying, do you know what would be absolutely (laughs) fucking mint? (laughs) Oh, hold on, I'll do it in Tesla's and he Do went, you know me and you I go to Ibiza, that, and I actually remember being like, what, just me and you? Because that, to Jack, is alien going somewhere that isn't with a girlfriend, just to be like, woo, friends. And I was really touched by the fact that he wanted to go to Ibiza, just me and him. And then I mentioned it a month later, and he was like, whoa, <laughs> new number, who dis? And I was like, you actually suggested it. And he was like, I said maybe as an off-the-cuff comment. comment. And I said, no, you didn't. It was your idea. And I hope your mum's listening to this because she will bully you into doing it. Yeah, she well, no, we still might go. Mm-hmm. And it was, I'm not against it at, mm. at all. Um, maybe like some of our other friends go into Ibiza because girls can just go to Blue Marlin, remember? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> this was such a heated debate one oh, night. Yeah. So we were um we were just having some drinks, weren't we? Mm. And um some of Jack's male friends were there. One. Was it just one? Yeah. I think was it? it? And uh, we got into Me, the- you, Reevesy. Yeah. Dom. Dom. Billy. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Lily, my ex-girlfriend, yeah. <laughs> I tried to swerve and give them a code name, but no, sure. So yeah, we were just having some drinks one night and um, we, the girls, were like, do you know what would be like really, really fun if we got like a big villa in Ibiza and got all the guys and girls, because we had like quite a big group of friends at the time. And we were like, we could get us all together and we'd all just like party for a week. And some nights we could stay in the villa and some nights we could go out. Straight away, we were shot down like pheasants in hunting season. Yeah. And both men were like, we can't go to Ibiza with birds. And I was like, we would make Ibiza for you guys. And they were like, no, because we couldn't go to Ocean Beach with you because then we couldn't pull anyone there. I don't think we said pull. I refuse to be put in a box on this topic because I was there. I lived this trauma. Yeah, but if the girls are there, how are we going to speak to You've the Bolton just- lasses? <laughs> literally just admitted that <laughs> what the fuck no i mean i think it, there's a little bit that's been lost in translation nothing's been lost in translation i can confirm mm. that anyway they ended up saying like we'd only go to ibiza with girls if we all went to like blue marlin but then the girls weren't allowed to go anywhere else i don't think that's just how it blue went, marlin and to this day Blue Marlin is like our little in-joke, <laughs> like just uh, just Blue Marlin. But I remember when we were all drunk one night, I went round a party and got every single man that was your friend at the party to vote. If there was one girl that they would invite to Ocean Beach, who would it be? It's your girl. It's your girl. It's your queen. It's me. Yeah. When was the last time you went to Ibiza? But the only reason I say it is because I just think lads and are just a little bit more chill. You know, like, no, and let me hear me, hear me out. What I mean is... Girls take longer to get ready. That's a fact. Yeah, well, we could meet you there at Ocean Beach an hour later. Yeah. Well, me and you can go. <gasps> you heard it here on camera. No. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> no. Don't you go switching it up on me now. We should go. It'd be funny. I'll tell you what, I would go if you stuck to a trading program that I provided. Oh, you bastard. Right, all right, yeah. Mm, maybe off camera. <laughs> so there's nothing... No evidence. No face, no case. So there's no hard evidence. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Gaslight me some more. Be my <laughs> guest. So anyway, tell us more about kind of what's up and coming for you at the minute. Is uh, there so any... it, goes, it goes back to that feeling of maybe never feeling like good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and as well, like life's mundane, mm. you know. Um, do you not ever feel that? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All the time. Like, I always think sometimes, and the big reason why I started the row, I wanted to do the row, is because I'm sure people and, and yourself, Tess, have been there. You go to work and you finish and you're like, what the fucking hell have I done today? Mm-hmm. Like, what effect have I delivered? Like, if I'd have stayed in bed and not done anything, would, would it have made a blind bit of difference? Do you still even feel that in the army? Because yeah, I feel like yeah, that's yeah. a really motivating yeah, definitely. job. Yeah, because not every day, and that wasn't a reason behind the row, because I joined the army in 2010. Mm-hmm. So, and to give you some background, my dad had gone to the first Gulf. Yeah. We invaded, um, well, that was September the 11th, 2001. Mm-hmm. And then the invasion of Afghanistan, looking for Osama bin Laden. Then the invasion of Iraq in 2003. 
So I'd grown up with all that Ross Kemp in Afghanistan, all mm-hmm. these shows. And um, through basic training as well, all the corporals had been on multiple tours of Iraq, Afghanistan. Lad, you need to do this. You know, it's not a game. Mm-hmm. And then I, I completed the all-arms commando course, got posted to, to full commando, and, and we were taken out of the Afghanistan orbit. So I never got that high... Would you have wanted to do that? Yeah, Would you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. But you said, I swear we said this before and you find that so strange, don't you? I feel like that would be where I'd be like, well, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be hiding in the cupboard. Yeah. But the way, only thing I compare it to is imagine going to football training mm. every year for 10 years mm. and never playing a football match, never playing a competitive match. Yeah. And that's, I wanted that, the road to sort of give The me... only difference is at a football match, there's not the chance of being blown up. Yeah. And dying. <laughs> yeah. And, and you've got to be careful what you wish for, our close friend, Dom. Yeah. Um, you know, first time we went to Afghanistan, I think in the first four weeks, first six weeks. Stood on an IED. Stood on an IED, yeah. Lost and now his... he's a one-legged king. Yeah. You know, Dom lost his leg below the knee. Yeah. And another friend of mine done four tours of Afghanistan. How many, think about how many lads and lasses went and they never come home. So you've mm. got to be careful what you wish for. Um, but... Yeah, I felt I oh, there was something lacking, and then you know that whole feeling of of not being good enough. Mm. Not just maybe from a young age. This is maybe me overanalyzing it, mm-hmm. and looking back to my childhood, I had dyslexia, so did okay in school, but not amazing. Uh, but I think everyone will agree, school certainly judges you and people on a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no fucking lessons about how to if you're creative, really, is there? You know, it's it's um, sat in a hall. It's one be, size fits yeah, all, yeah, isn't if you it? Want yeah. To be a, a stuntman, videographer, yeah, a fucking fisherman, for instance, all great jobs. Yeah, there's nothing to really quantify that in school, and I certainly felt school was was, was tough. Um, and then things happened in my life, uh, failing certain things at, at work. You know, could even maybe look at fucking relationships or you failed things at work. Mm-hmm. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I went on, well, I'll share it now. Um, I went on, did you, you know, I went on selection and I, yeah, 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 yeah. So I went on selection and to the jungle, to the jungle, George yeah. of the jungle. So with, did without, you wear a loincloth? Absolutely not. It's not as glamorous as Tarzan makes it. There's no <laughs> little fitties called Jane. I wasn't talking to the gorillas. I was just hanging out, drenched in my own sweat, stinking a piss. And I had horrible look at You've seen the picture of my feet, haven't you? No. I'll show you after this. And I don't know if... But I'll tell you one thing. There's plenty of women out there that still would have necked you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they probably wouldn't have necked my feet, though, which is unfortunate. Why were they really bad? Oh, they were really bad. I mean, you know, if you've got, you know, Premier League foot, we're talking fake tan, female foot, no hair, beautiful arch, white nail varnish, Champions League. Yeah. Am I right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then we've got Conference North would have been my foot. You know, holes, pitting. A lot of dead skin, athletes for Yeah, they were pretty horrific. Um, <laughs> was that because the conditions were just like yeah, so they're just, moist? Yeah, just, just wet constantly for... Yeah. for you, you spend 20, 28 days under canopy. But I don't want to go too much into the detail. Okay. Um, but yeah, got got to basically the where they decide whether you can carry on or, mm-hmm. or you've got a stand-up fail. Um, and 171 people started on day one and 43 made it to that, that point while I made it to and then I... Oh, I got a stand-up fail, which was, which was tough, tough to take. What did you fail on? Or can you not? They say? don't really, they don't really tell you. They just tell you just, it's not yeah, for you that time. Not for you that time, and it took me a long time t- 
to go over that. I wouldn't. I hate to sound like depressed or mm. not that I don't. I just think people nowadays are maybe quick to say, oh, I had depression, I had anxiety. And I'm just yeah. like, well, if you tell yourself enough, you're probably going to feel that way. But I was fucking sad. I remember my mum picking me up in a car. Nice sun was there and I couldn't even look at her. I was looking out the window and she was like, I'm so proud of you. Whatever oh, happened there, I just started crying. I was you like, mom. And I was just like, started crying. I was like, oh, I don't know why you're proud of me. I'm a failure. Your mum um, is an angel though. Shout out, Debs. Yeah, she's all right. Bless her. Another debate that we don't see eye to eye on. <laughs> no, because Tessa, you've got to understand men and women are very different. I know. You should just love your mum. I do more. love my mum. I know. Yeah. but You love her in the man way. Yeah. A daughter is a friend for life. A son <laughs> is a friend till he gets a wife. Yeah. Do you know what you actually made me think of before when you were just talking about like, you know, I was, I was dyslexic, so I only did averagely at school. It made me think before the row. Only failed RE though. Yeah. Um, before the row, you went back to your old school yeah. to give like a talk about it. And I remember howling when you told me, I was like, so how was it? Did, were they all like, yeah. And you went, yeah, some of the questions I wasn't quite ready for. And I was like, like what? You were like, well, you know, kids, they were asking me what I'm going to do if a giant octopus yeah. comes on board. And so Hamble like, Primary School, like they come up. So when you're talking about the row and you go to meetings, you speak to adults, you get asked the same questions again and again, like, what are you going to do for food? What's the safety plan? Yeah. You know, what's the procedure for X, Y, and Z? Yeah. Whereas kids would just come out with the left field. I mean, one one lad just told me he'd been to Bournemouth Aquarium. <laughs> and he was like, I was like, yeah, go on, Jimmy. I know his name. I've been to Bournemouth Aquarium. <laughs> Good for you, mate. Good for you. There's me trying to, you know, dead serious. I'm risking my life, raising money for an amazing cause. <laughs> I've been to Bournemouth Aquarium. There was other ones as well. You other were... aquariums are available. Yeah. <laughs> there was other ones though, because I remember you saying you were like, some of them were viable. Like one of them asked me, you know, what I'm going to use for a bin. And I was like, that's quite a good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like, and then another one asked me, what would I do if two great white sharks swam up the one on each side, side of the yeah. boat, flipped me over, and I only had a knife to survive? And <laughs> yeah. I was like, I mean, it was, they like sort of G each other up. So, like, what if you get attacked by a giant squid? <laughs> and I was like, well, I'll just hit him on the head with, a, with an oar. And they want to be like, but what happens if you get attacked by a giant squid? And he eats your oars. <laughs> I've been fucking unlucky, little Ryan, haven't I? Oh, that must have been nice, though, going back to yeah, your roots. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, they're like quite ruthless, aren't they? Yeah. It wasn't till I started doing my instructor role. Mm -hmm. So I've been in the army, what, nine years at this point? Yeah. And we'd get vulnerable care leavers. Oh, yeah. That join the army, and you get a bit of a profile on them. And you think, and I used to think, you know, if you're a criminal, you're a criminal, you're a drug addict, drug addict. But fuck me. Like, we are, and people don't realise how lucky they are. Me and you are extremely lucky to be born to the parents we were born to. Oh, God, yeah. But some people, kids just aren't. Like, I remember we had one lad. Uh, he never knew his dad. No, sorry, he knew his dad. Dad was a good good guy. Uh-huh. His mum had custody. Mum was a raging alcoholic. And so his dad won custody, but he used to run away from his dad to go live with his mum because his dad used to have rules, like you're going to bed at 10, you're not drinking Monster for your fucking nutrition. <laughs> you know, it's just not happening. You're not, you goth know, you're juice. Not, yeah, goth juice. <laughs> Emo. Emo blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I just got this idea of like an emo <laughs> get cut open, just monster fruit pouring, punch pouring out. out. And um, I was being there to lick it up. Yeah. So, you know, anyway, and he'd run off to his mum's and mum used to slap him about a bit, but he was like, yeah, it's better to live at mum's because... She, uh, there's no rules there. I there's no thinking, rules. There's no boundaries. Like, 
you know, he, of course he's going to think that's all right. Like, I mean, he never, he didn't, like when we did a, we did a room inspection, we found out he only had like one pair of boxers. Like he didn't, he didn't know any of this, yeah. this basic stuff. Cause his, his dad had had an absolute battle. And I think his dad only won custody when he was like 14. But by that point it's, you know, it's too late. He's, he's had 14 mm. years of living with an alcoholic. I've just thought of another good question for you here. A. Who would have thought I had that deep side to me, yeah? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Caring. Caring, nurturing. Mm. What um, would you do, hypothetically, if your future child was a loser, like one of life's losers? That was me thinking I was going to get some, like, really good... You know, a nice, meaningful question. What would, you, what would you do if your son was a fucking loser? That is a meaningful <laughs> question. Everyone's a fucking expert parenter, aren't they? Parent. And parent. Mm. Or no. Um, everyone's an expert on parenting until they have their own kids. You know, everyone's like, oh, don't let them in the bed with you. But if you haven't had fucking any sleep for three weeks and the only way you're going to get some is if you get them in the bed with you, like, who am I to? Who are we to? Mm. So, but no, I want to want to be fucking involved in my kid's life. Mm. Hopefully they'll see the benefit of the great outdoors rather than sitting indoors and uh, being a being a hermit. But, you know, whatever they want to do, whatever makes them happy, I'll, I'll support. You are a good motivator, to be fair. I actually remember when we did the marathon to raise money and um, you could say there'd been some naysayers. Against me, not you. Yeah. Oh, I went, in fact, fucking hell, there were some naysayers. People were actually, they were like, come on, Jack. You can't believe she's going to do it. There was a syndicate. There was, yeah. There was like a betting syndicate that she'll drop out on hour How six. How tight is that? I was fucking fuming because I had hour seven. <laughs> Did you? No, of course I didn't. You fucking bastard. You really are a um, piece of But work. I had had pe- naysayers saying to me like, oh no, you're not going to complete it. You're not going to complete yeah, it. Yeah. And then we were on like mile 22. We were close. We were we really li- close. I think we literally were in the baby strokes. Yeah. And we were up Pendle Hill. You know, and- we've gone out. We've had dinner <laughs> followed by drinks. Yeah. Maybe gone for a few more drinks. Now we're back at the flat. Things are progressing. The wine's open. The candles are on. <laughs> We sure. were literally this close. Yeah, we were. And we were right up the top of Pendle Hill and the sun, it was blistering at this stage. Oh. And I literally started to actually have a bit of like delirium where I was like walking two steps and then I'd take a step back and I'd think, oh God, I'm falling backwards. You know, like when you feel a bit like woozy like almost. Like how you felt when you first met me. Similar but different. <laughs> um, and I remember me being like, I don't, I don't know if I can like, carry on and I remember you grabbing the like straps of my backpack and you were like I want you to come here all right look at me Tess look at me and I was like I can imagine yeah look at me yeah fucking look at me now Tessa (laughs) and you were like I want you to remember why the fuck you're doing this to show everyone that said you fucking couldn't now come on and I was like okay (laughs) (laughs) a delirious noodle But it pushed me through. Yeah. Also, when you made but me... But you said, you said that was the hardest thing you've ever done. Oh, God, yeah. Physically. Do you know what? It was... I always feel like I was doing great until like about mile 18. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the heat was on us. So we started at four in the morning. So it was cool then. And we fucking, yeah, we walked and yeah, it was fucking long, wasn't it? Because I remember when we got to the halfway point and I was like, piece of piss, this. Mm. Do you remember? Yeah. And you were like, yeah, we're halfway there. And I was like, oh, fucking hell, it's been a breeze. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh no. Oh, crumbs. 
<laughs> and I kept asking Jack as well. I kept being like, so next time, because we were doing it on like a loop, weren't we? Yeah. And where we'd parked was our like base camp. Yeah. Where I was allowed approximately seven seconds to stop, have one sip of water and a bite of a peanut butter sandwich <laughs> on we pressed. Yeah. And I remember getting to a point where like- Because what did I say to you? Because you were like, Jack, I think we need more rest. And I said, Tessie, look at me now. All right. Your area of expertise, your area, makeup. <laughs> Yeah. My area of expertise, cutting about, looking well tasty, carrying heinous amounts of weight, normally uphill. We're in my area now. I'm the captain. Yeah. I also just remember- What a stereotype you- there. Your area, makeup. <laughs> Your brain, tiny. Yeah. My brain, huge. Because <laughs> I've got a big old head. <laughs> but I actually remember as well, like there were so many factors that I don't even think about, you know, what as a mere civilian. Because I remember as well, it got to like- I can't remember the time of day, but it was like kind of midday and um, you were like starting to get a bit concerned, Tess. And I was like, why? We're doing great. And you were like, because neither of us have been for a wee (laughs) and we keep, and I thought, oh shit. Yeah. Because we were literally drinking so much water and not going to the toilet. And then eventually I did and it was like fucking Lucas Yeah. It was pretty brutal. Yeah. But yeah. So pungent aroma. Thank you for that image. But yeah, so when we get to base camp, our car, and I'd be like, let's sit down for 15 minutes because my fucking toes were falling off. Oh, yeah. No, wasn't allowed. No, no. You allowed me a blister plaster at one stage. Yeah, I did. I was quite generous. I was quite generous. Something I actually want to ask you, because obviously we were on the subject of challenges. Mm. What was the last 36 hours like for you guys in Miami? Because I spoke about... With me, it was horrific. It was mm. the hardest period. Yeah. But what was it like for people on shore in um, Florida? It was it was difficult logistically, first and foremost. So there was like a bit of stress involved because obviously we were all dealing with like the time change because we kind of got over there what we thought was like a day or two before you were going to land. Yeah. But due to like the tide, the wind, the circumstances... The weather, yeah. Because I, I, when my mum told me they'd book the flights, and I was like, for fuck's sake. Yeah. I wanted them to wait one more day. Cause you, I think you threw out on a Wednesday, didn't I you? I did, yeah. And then Codge and everyone threw it on a Thursday, uh-huh. um, which I thought was the better day. Yeah. So there was a bit of stress and anxiety to do with that because all I remember about it is that like everybody was really tired and then it, we would get like tidbits of information that would say that like, you know, it might be two o'clock in the morning that you're landing. And I was kind of gutted when I first heard that because I thought, I feel like I won't fully enjoy it because I'll be like, absolutely trashed, like so tired. And the other kind of tricky thing was because of the wind, I think it was, you were like um, anchored up or whatever it was called. Yeah, so I was in the Straits of Florida. Yeah. There was a current that was pushing me. Pushing you further and further further down. So we'd get to like... um, let's just call it point A, where we thought you were going to be coming in. West Palm Beach. <clears throat> yeah. And then we'd get another call saying like, oh, it's going to be 40 miles down the road. So we all like hauled there. We were all booked into a hotel for the night. Then we woke up in the morning. We got told it was like another hour's drive. So it was kind of like a bit of a wild goose chase towards the end. We didn't know where or what or how it was all like going to look. Yeah when it happened, but I just like, it's like a moment in my memory that like can't be replaced. Do you know what I mean? And I remember when we were all waiting in like the- So you you would have got confirmation probably about 10 o'clock UK time. Mm. Because I'm pretty, or maybe 11 Mm o'clock that I was coming in in the morning. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. 
Um, we were with your family. I forget, like Adele. tons of your family yeah, friends. Adele, Lucy, both my aunties. And yeah, Sophie, yeah. Will, my cousins. And because um, me and your mum shared a hotel room, I actually shared a hotel room with Sarah yep. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, again, like we were like, right, we'll all wake up at five a.m. just in, you know, so we don't miss anything yeah. type thing. It was like exciting, but like stressful yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of thing because <laughs> we didn't want to miss anything. And then we all finally got told that you were going to be coming in. It was kind of, it was a bit like a park almost yeah, yeah. that we were in. And um, we were waiting there for, I mean, what felt like forever. And then someone was like, I can see him. And we had a pair of like binoculars and you were literally a dot on the horizon at first. And then we were all like, come on, like going absolutely mental. The atmosphere was amazing on the day. Yeah. And then I just remember, I actually felt a bit nervous about you coming in because one of the things that I was nervous about when you went to do the row is that your personality would change. And I know that that sounds really bizarre. A lot of people thought that. Because like, all the boys were texting in the group chat, yeah. they were like, what's he like? What's he like? Yeah. They weren't there. And Codge was like, don't worry, he's exactly the same. You were exactly the same. The only difference I would say, but this was obviously well, like- I smelt. Yeah, you did a bit, but dehydration and delirium, I imagine. You were like you after like seven beers. <laughs> you like slurring a little bit because I think you were so- I mean, obviously you were fucked. You just yeah. rode the ocean because you were like, yeah, I know what you mean, Tessa. Yeah, exactly. And I thought, why are you talking? <laughs> you were a bit on the slow side mm. is all I remember. Oh, sorry. Bosh. You were a bit on the slow side is all I remember. Yeah. But yeah, the whole atmosphere was it of it was absolutely amazing. But from a selfish point of view, I was like, okay, I want to catch up with you now, but you had to be, I had to share you. Yeah. yeah. But don't worry. So there's another challenge coming up. Oh, yeah. Have I told you? No. The reason I'm in the pool all the time. Oh, no. So I just, just thought that was for poontang. Oh, no. Just an excuse for me to post for my top off. Yeah. I need to make another cheesecake, actually, don't I? Or, or a Christmas Yule log. I, sh I missed an opportunity there, didn't I? Right. Didn't I did, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Um, But no, my next challenge. So I'm going to do a 24-hour swim off the coast of Bournemouth, 29th of July. In, like, fresh, like, open in the sea, water? In the sea. In the sea. In the sea water. My God. How many times can you say C in a sentence? Are you just going to piss in there? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What are you going to do when you need a number? Two. Oh, there's be like a sport boat. I'll just get out and curl one out in a bucket. So everyone will know? Probably, yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Yeah, not that and before bothered. you ask me, no, I'm not doing it with you. No, but do you want to be there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When is it? 29th of July. Did you hear that, guys? I'm his biggest supporter. You can do an Instagram takeover. <laughs> of course I can. Guys, Thank you for listening. Yeah. If you have been listening to that absolute waffle for the best part of an hour, <laughs> please like, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. And if you think Tessa Durkin should maybe be a permanent fixture on the podcast <gasps> and we should interview people together. Wow. The winners never quit and the quitters never win. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> maybe we'll just change it to Jack and Tessa's power hour. Yeah, I like the what quitters was that, never win. What was that other one you said? getting lit talking shit yeah mm. no but guys thank you for listening <laughs> please like follow and subscribe as it really helps grow the problem i'd fucking massively appreciate it cheers guys see you later enjoy that babe. gosh <laughs>